Well, you're better now. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Did you put your router in your iPad? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's out by the TV in the, I guess that, that would be like the family room. And I just pull it out from the mm-hmm. console area so that it can like be a little bit out. I don't know. It probably doesn't do anything, but I think. Wait, it wait, 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 wait. Have we started? No. Okay. I'm just explaining well, to you the router thing. <laughs> <laughs> but if you want to keep this in. <laughs> well, I just, you, you, kept, you kept on talking about the router and I was so confused. I'm like, is she like, is that her, is that her intro? Like, does no. she want to talk about her router? No, okay. I, I actually, let's stop talking about the router no let's let's continue no, I'm done because with it. we have to now we now we have two things to apologize for okay we have the first apology is now about this router business sorry about that this is all being cut <laughs> no it's not yes it is <laughs> yes it is it has to no it's not no and the, the second apology yeah that we have to discuss it's the fact that we didn't have an episode last week and i feel mm. And and we yeah and this is all your fault. Um, it kind of is. Well, um, <laughs> it, it is. It's not wait, kind wait. of. <laughs> no, no, it's. Excuse me. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I ironically, the reason that we couldn't record is because I came out to visit. Florida. You saw Florida. <laughs> I did at the airport. How was he? Um. Not good. <gasps> Um, (laughs) but yeah, so I came out to visit Florida, um, and I mean, I could sit here and, you know, lament about the week that I spent there, but to be honest, no one wants that. What they want Mm -hmm. is Pretty Little Liars. Actually, you know what? You're one, this is the first time I can actually say you're 100,000% correct. (laughs) That everyone wants Mm -hmm. a little Pretty Little Liars, huh? A little content. Yeah. And, um... I will say when I watched this episode, uh, I was a little confused the whole time. I couldn't really focus. It was kind of a Uh-oh. fever dream because I haven't watched this show in, in actually a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. So coming back to it was a little jarring. I do have least. to say that it was odd to like start watching it out of nowhere. It wasn't out mm-hmm. of nowhere, but like skipping a week really like throws off all everything. Yeah. I was like not balanced on trying to get this episode back into my brain. Yeah, I was I was um, struggling a little bit, but um, we got through it. I also was up till like four a.m. Ooh, yeah. Wait, why? Cause I was. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> suspicious activity. <laughs> no, it's not suspicious. I can stay up and be awake to any time I want to be awake. Okay. Then why'd you give me that look? You gave me a look. I gave you a look because I was actually, like, at 3 o'clock in the morning, I was talking to you. Yeah, yeah, because I, um, uh, if any of you are on Book Talk, you probably know about the Ice Planet Barbarians, <laughs> this which is I read. off the rails. This is off the rails episode. Once you come back to town, <laughs> it's off the rails. But it is off the rails. After I finished, like, talking to you, which was, like, what, only, like, a 15-minute conversation, I stayed up and I watched, I watched Avatar. I didn't watch the whole movie, but I did start, like, watching it a little bit. 
okay, I could get into the psychology of, you know, There's I was talking about this really about smutty it. book about blue aliens. There's nothing and then you decided to, to then watch Avatar. There's not, there's some psychology going on here, but no, I'm not no, going to no. get into it. But what I will say is we talked much longer than 15 minutes. It was like more like an almost an hour. I don't know if there's you no way, that, but yeah, it was like a 45 minute call. I think time just moves differently here. And also, there's nothing to unwrap about the Avatar thing because I have to put, sometimes I have to put movies on to go to sleep. And I I just kind of like, it was there. It was funny because of the conversations. I was like, haha, that's funny. But I just put it on so I could go to sleep. If that makes you feel better, then of course you can believe it's that. My I'm truth. your friend. And I'm... It's my truth. <laughs> it might be your truth, but it's not the truth. <laughs> What does that even mean? (laughs) I think you know what it means. Um, But let's jump into this episode, okay, before we get too off the rails. Yeah. And we can also say welcome. Welcome back. Sorry Mm -hmm. we had to make you wait. Well, not we. Madison had to make you guys wait a week. Yeah, it's all my fault. Well, it is. I didn't travel. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so... um, this episode is episode seven, um, called Surface Tension. And, um, I do want to say something here. Okay. So, I've been re-watching Gilmore Girls, okay? Mm-hmm. And I was watching it, and I'm like, hmm, that church looks familiar. Wait, this whole courtyard in front of the church looks familiar. Mm-hmm. And I realized it's the same set. that Stars Hollow it's Pretty Little Liars, Rosewood. Yeah. And I was shook to my core. I was staring at that church that Ian had hung from. Ooh. <laughs> and it was intense for me, and it weirded me out a lot. So I just want to put that out there. Well, it kind of gave me a new perspective on the show. I'm pretty sure that's like that's the Warner Brothers lot. So It and is, that was, for sure. I don't know if that owns the CW, or I don't know all the logistics to it, but I'm pretty sure that's the same exact lot that a lot of shows film on, but... Mm-hmm. Pretty Little Liars as well. Well, I think that anyone can, like, rent out that lot. So it's used for everything. It's even used for the Desperate Housewives. Ooh. And also, too, remember, Pretty Little Liars is um, not a CW show. It's ABC. Yeah. I know. I always get confused with it. But, yeah, you're right. Your brain is stuck in Riverdale. (laughs) That's what it is. That's funny because it's coming back soon. (laughs) I'm kind of over it. Which is kind of weird, but I think if it comes back and I get watching it again, I'll be back into it, but that's for another day. (laughs) Well, um, (laughs) let's get into the summary of episode seven. Um, In this episode, the girls are still reeling from the fashion show, leaving Ella worried for the girls. Arya gets caught between Jason and Ezra at her parents' dinner party, while Mike continues to act out. Hannah and Emily must learn to literally live with each other, and Spencer's father remains desperate to forget about the past. Mm. That is the summary of this episode. Very nice. Um, mm-hmm. So the the cold open is all the girls in Hannah's kitchen, which usually it's Spencer's kitchen, mm-hmm. so change of pace already. Yeah. And um, Emily seems all excited about the sleepover, and... The girls are, like, kind of making fun of Hannah for being excited about Emily staying over. It's kind of rude. It is kind of rude, but it's it's kind of crazy that we see something in this episode that I never thought we would ever see. Oh. <laughs> 
we'll get we'll get to it. Yeah. But to be honest, when I when I saw it for the first time, I didn't even like no, it is. register like it was that right. for a second. Right, right, right. Yeah. Well, um, also in this scene, um, the girls are talking about Garrett, and um, they don't know that he used the money to pay off that messenger. Mm-hmm. So they're still in the dark about him. Right. For now. Um, for now. Um, and then we have more of the girls sort of coming to terms with the fact that, that A might be the killer, which I think mm-hmm. it took them too long to get to this point. Yeah. And I'm kind of glad that they actually are like considering that A is definitely one of the suspects because they were mm-hmm. stuck on Ian for too long. And all the facts yeah. are kind of hitting them in the face that it wasn't him, um, for sure. So I'm glad that mm-hmm. they're moving on to, you know, a different horizon there because th- A definitely plays more of a bigger role than we assume she does. And it's mm-hmm. I-, I think it's going to be unraveled soon. Well, my thing is, if, if, a, a, if a stranger began texting me threatening messages and trying to ruin my life, mm-hmm. my first thought would be, hmm, I wonder if they're involved in Allison's murder. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I just don't, I don't know why it took them this long. And to be honest, I feel like it's going to take them even longer now with, like, the whole hockey stick thing yeah. coming into... Exactly. Yeah, and we'll get to that, but... Yeah, so, um, after the cold open... Uh, we go to Arya's house and she's picking out dresses for the, whew, for that dinner party. Faculty dinner party. <laughs> Which is, yeah. Um, but we have Mike still storming around the house and acting like an idiot. Yeah. Still. Um, and I kind of forgot about his issues and how he, he thinks that he's the first kid in the universe to have parents that had a fight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> where, where he's like still unhappy too, he's still unhappy that his mom is living in the house yes mm-hmm. and to me this episode really highlighted that Arya's parents are not parents at all mm-hmm. because they don't parent they don't they don't do anything they don't yell they don't discipline they don't they don't they don't even talk sternly most of the time mm-hmm. they're just like oh my god mike i can't believe you're doing that right like Excuse me? Yeah. And we do see, like, later on the episode that Byron kind of gets, like, fed up, but they just don't know how Mm -hmm. to parent, which is just the plain facts here. They don't. No. And, um, we'll get to it later, too, but Ella, she kind of, I think she low-key is kind of realizing that she's a bad parent. Yeah. (laughs) It's funny because there's a lot of episodes where she's just kind of, ignorance is bliss for her. And then mm-hmm. randomly she'll just be like she'll become self aware and it's kind of like weird to like watch and then it will just like disappear mm-hmm. like the next episode or later on in the episode she'll just like go be back to the way she was before. Yeah, and but you know what? Now that she's getting someone else involved, it could last longer. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, but we learn that one of the guests for the dinner party, um, one of their. Uh, their mothers, they, they, she fell off a lawnmower conveniently. Yeah. And that's why I guessed she could not come. Yeah. Which I was like trying to figure out, is this something that like that didn't actually happen? Or was this person making up a lie not to go to the dinner and then, and they knew that. Uh-huh. I like to think that in this world, in this universe, mm-hmm. you know, 
that they live in a world where this could happen. Okay. I agree with that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I like to think that, that this woman really fell off normal. of a lawnmower, and that's what the writers are going with. The writers have said, this is the plot line, yeah. and this is how we'll get Ezra at the dinner party, mm-hmm. because a person's mother fell off of a lawnmower. It sounds perfect, like, reasonable <laughs> to me. Like, definitely, that happens probably mm-hmm. pretty often there. In Rosewood? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, all of their, like, you know, big, huge... Because everyone... Well, I guess... Everyone mows They do, all do have, like... That's something that... You know what? Maybe this story is fake, because there's no way in Rosewood, where everyone's weirdly rich, that anyone does their own lawn. Ooh, loophole. They pay someone else to do it. There's no way. Okay. Yeah. All right. I don't know. I want to know more about this mother. Is she okay? <laughs> is she in the hospital? Maybe. <laughs> She's in a coma, because she fell off her... Tractor. oh no what if she's a Ooh, <laughs> Re- that's too deep too deep oh no what if a pushed the mom off of the lawnmower N- yes. to make ezra come to the party yes actually yes and it's yeah. so believable because a mm-hmm. is actually capable of anything anything mm-hmm. and gets away with it exactly yeah so i believe it okay you know what then in my world, in my, like, canon, that happened. A made this happen. A killed this woman. <laughs> oh, she's dead. She, maybe. She might be. But, it, okay. You caught world, up in the blades? A killed her. Okay. All right. That's fun. Yeah. I would like to say that if well, it's in my world, um, it's mm-hmm. fake. Definitely the lady did not fall. She just doesn't want to go to the dinner. And that's just, that's it. Simple as that. It's a very optimistic world. <laughs> um, well, it doesn't matter where she is, if she's dead in a ditch or if she's alive, because Ezra gets to go to the party. Yes. And and he can have a plus one. He can. Which he... And of course, Arya yeah, and then Arya so gets all pissy in front about. of her parents. Like, yeah. Oh, and like, come on, people, open your eyes. Well, that's what I mean. Ella is such a bad parent, and I think that she kind of realizes like, oh shit, I don't know anything about my kids Mm -hmm. at all you know um but the the next scene is emily doing too much just doing the most really sweet i thought it was overkill um i think it would be overkill if she made them breakfast every day but i think for maybe what Mm -hmm. was it the first night she got to stay there that she made breakfast as a thank you i think that's that's very sweet of her and very nice. And Pam raised her I correctly. Guess, I guess for, well, not too correctly because she's gay. Oh, so something went wrong there. No. Oh. <laughs> you went there. But I guess for me, it's extremely unbelievable that a teenage girl would make breakfast for three people in the morning. And already be, right. and also be showered, ready to go to school. Like, there's just no way. This is the thing. And this has always bothered me. A lot of these shows, mm-hmm. the, oh, the people have to get to school, and they make it, they're like, they have their backpack, they're ready to go, and um, mm-hmm. they have, like, a four-course, you know, continental breakfast ready at the table, and sometimes they'll, like, take a piece of toast and leave, or an apple and leave, yeah. and it's, like, it's mm-hmm. insane to me. So she made, like, egg white omelets, toast, orange juice, like, beautiful, mm-hmm. gorgeous. Yeah. And... 
all before school and everyone was ready to go, there's no way. The day would be over if that happened for me. Yeah, and also she had been on a run, too. Yeah, she went She had already been on a run. She was showered. Her hair was done. Like, it's not... No. Not realistic. Not at all. And you can't sit down Um, and have the breakfast as well. It's kind of like a grab-and-go thing if you have to make it to school. mm -hmm. Not let's sit down and chat and, you know, talk about how Mm -hmm. your day is going to be. No. No. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, Emily is not quite perfect because something is wrong with her. But they don't tell us in this episode because her shoulder has something wrong with it. I love the how whole obvious episode. it was. She was just like groaning and, mo- and like grabbing her shoulder. Mm-hmm. See, and I'm, this is my fan theory about this whole shoulder business. I think that this shoulder issue is going to impede on her ability to get a swimming scholarship Mm -hmm. i I think that that's where they're going with this like her plans with danby and stuff like that for getting a sports thing yeah it's like all gonna go haywire because her shoulder's like falling apart for some random reason which is so crazy because she's overly practicing so that she can make sure she does you know get into a good school but in turn that just makes Mm -hmm. her shoulder hurt and then she can't really swim i'm assuming that's what's gonna happen oh okay that's interesting because when she said the excuse of like, oh, yeah, I'm just training too much, mm-hmm. I thought she was lying. That she's not training too much at all. It's just that her shoulder is legitimately having an issue, but she's telling everyone around her, oh, it's nothing. It's just me training too hard. Oh. Like trying to ignore the real problem. It could so be to that. me, she was technically lying to others and herself that it was like a non-issue. All right. That's that's another side of the coin, I think. I, I generally yeah. thought that she was just overtraining herself because she's... She needs to stay in Rosewood. So she's like, I need to secure a spot in a school so that I can stay here. But if that's not what's happening, then what do I know? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't think she's training any harder. We haven't seen it at all. True. So, yeah. Okay, well, um, the next scene is... Uh, what is what is the next scene? Is it with um, Spencer and her father? Yeah, it's Spencer, and she's actually. I'm surprised that the, her dad is still, you know, around, because usually we get one. Oh yeah, he's definitely episode, around, and then they're gone, the parents. But Peter's around, and Spencer's actually like being. Mm-hmm. They're actually on a good, in a good area right now. I want to say because they were being nice to each other, and he actually was, you know happy to have toby do some yard work and clear out the barn for him mm-hmm. and um seems like everyone was getting along really well so that was nice mm-hmm. well two big takeaways here for me was first of all the dad is obviously the new mystery plot line yeah he's the new the new it girl the mm-hmm. second thing is that they're playing more into his like beef with allison's family because he was talking about how like jason is encroaching on his property with his building so those two things are still like going on and also Um, like he has like a secret that we don't know about yet yeah yeah because we don't really know why he hates the what is it the de laurentis family right that's that's their last Mm -hmm. name yeah um okay so the next scene after that is Ezra and Arya in his office and um, the door wide open. Of course, of course, <laughs> talking about their dinner, not plans, hiding anything. It's like, guys. Yeah. 
And it's so gross because Ezra is basically saying here, oh, if your parents like see you at an adult dinner, then they'll think like you're older than you are. Yeah, the logic doesn't so make sense. So they won't get busted. Like, I think he was just trying to make her feel better about the dinner because um, mm-hmm. he was just like, you know, your parents probably would approve of us if they see us, you know, together at a dinner. And it's like, that's not how that works. So <laughs> not at try all. again. And also... They they were saying as well like because Arya was like well I guess you can't come to, come to the dinner because you're no longer my teacher mm-hmm. so there's no conflict of interest okay screw conflict of interest something bigger is happening here which is you're 16 right and okay? I love it's that... straight up illegal exactly and I love that she was the whole reason that she was in his office in the first place because she was angry that Byron and Ella had offered Ezra to bring a plus one so she was mm-hmm. trying to get him not to go. So that he would not bring a plus one. As if offering a plus one means that you were obligated by law to bring, to bring another person with you. Exactly. <laughs> and I think that's I, I think that's what Arya thinks. And he's like, I Truly. don't have a plus one. Yeah. But my mom said you have to bring one. <laughs> so who are you going to bring? Is it, And it's not going to be me. So you can't go. <laughs> I was like, no, guys, no. <laughs> no. It, not She's at all. So but oblivious to the world. It's insane. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Well, he's oblivious to the world as well because his whole thing is, oh, you know, I should get in the good graces of your parents right now, so when we do come out as a couple, it's okay. But it's like, okay, you're lying to them every single day that you're with her. Yeah. Therefore, no matter what you do now, you will they won't like you because they knew that you were lying to them the whole time. Exactly. You're always going to be a liar because you're a liar. And also, you're so way there's older nothing than, he can do than their daughter. But the, I think you know how yeah. they get away with this, which is truly they do get away with it. So, I think having Byron and Ella as such horrible parents is how that just happens mm-hmm. because they probably don't think of it that way. They probably go, "Oh, you were dating behind our backs. Oh, that's interesting. Welcome to the family," because they don't care. You know what I? I think we've seen, like, a sterner side of Boyle this episode. Yeah. So what I think is going to happen is that they'll be upset initially, but then, like, they'll get two, like it. 20 minutes later, Arya will have a heart-to-heart with her mom, and her mom will convince Byron that it's fine. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like, don't you just want me to be happy? And they're going to be like, oh, well, mm-hmm. yeah, we do. All right, you can date this older man. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mom. Thanks, Who was Dad. your teacher? It's fine. <laughs> And and she even, oh, like, wow. was saying that it was okay, like, their relationship would be okay because Byron mm-hmm. had said, oh, he's not your teacher anymore. So, Arya took that as, oh, I can date my teacher. Old teacher. Because mm-hmm. my parents don't see him as my teacher yeah, which right is, now. Again. Yeah, which that, no. she's missing a lot of steps between that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's not good. It's not a good thing. No, it's not. Well, um, the next scene is Hannah and Emily, and they're sort of having um, personality clashes is happening. Because, you know, Hannah is kind of, you know, the free, not the free spirit, but just kind of the girl who, like, is very casual, Mm -hmm. you know, lives her life by her own wants and desires, whereas Emily is more studious, disciplined, likes a quiet environment. Yeah, she's not, Emily's Um, not used to having, well, Emily is an only child. I mean, so is Hannah. Mm-hmm. So, it's kind of interesting yeah. to see them clash, but, like, 
we see later on like why yeah. And it's, it's like you said, because um, Hannah doesn't... She's not studious like Emily is, and again, I think everything that drives mm-hmm. Emily is education and needing to stay in Rosewood. Maybe. I also think, though, what drives her is, I think, like, any serious athlete, young athlete, they tend to be disciplined in every part of their life because they have to be to stay good at what they do. Mm-hmm. So I almost think that she, that her competitiveness with herself is what makes her... Like, it's not really, like, like her staying in Rosewood, of course, is, like, a concern of hers, but I just don't think it's driving her as much as, like, you're saying it is. I just, I don't see that. Okay. Yeah. Because, <laughs> also, too, um, I, I, I think that in some ways, Emily is just, like, kind of wanting to only put, like, a Band-Aid on the situation over and over, mm-hmm. just to, like, eke out as much time as she can to stay in Rosewood. Okay. I guess if that makes sense. I mean, I guess we'll see um, what happens because the shoulder does come into play later, so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the next part of this scene, though, is the Hannah sees Caleb having a having a bad business transaction. <laughs> and um, yeah. this left me with a lot of questions because my biggest question is from this, like, from this whole scene is, is what, I thought Caleb was doing something that was illegal. He's just tampering with phones. It seems to be that he's just like you remember when like people would like jailbreak their iPhones. It seems yeah. like he's doing that to like older phones. Because I don't think they have. But iPhones that's not illegal, is it? Um, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know really if that's. I don't think it is. I mean, mm-hmm. what is it hurting the government that you have a phone that can just have different wallpapers? I don't know. Yeah, because, because the way that Hannah was making it, and Caleb, they were making it sound like he was, like, straight up selling things, like, selling organs on the black market. Right. Like, it was really weird. She even, she, it looked like she was making it out to be like, oh my god, he's, like, literally in the mafia. He's working, he's, he's mm-hmm. the mafia boss. He's working, and he's doing some sketchy stuff, and it's gonna lead him down a bad road, and it's not good. And that's kind of, like, what was happening mm-hmm. throughout the episode with them. Yeah, so I don't really know what she meant by like, oh, you need to go legit because what he's doing is not. I don't. Think yeah, it's that I don't bad. think he's gonna open up a um, business and go, come in, I'll jailbreak your phones for you. Well, she like wants him to like work at a fast food place instead. But I, honestly, I think maybe she's so sheltered that she doesn't understand that this is not that big of a deal. I don't know. I really wish they had but, made a different thing to talk about for these characters because I couldn't care less that he was jailbreaking mm-hmm. phones same so it's like do something but i have a theory about where i have a theory about where they're gonna go with this next but we'll Mm -hmm. get to it okay so um the scene kind of ends with someone watching the school which i think it was jason but uh the i think so because he was in the next scene in the school so i'm assuming it was him but the next scene is um we get to see mike's room we do which was which yeah, which was surprisingly they interesting. They worked so hard building all these sets over the week that you were gone. They really did. Yeah. Um, and Mike's room is a hot mess. Well. Let's just make that clear. I think it was to represent exactly how Mike is, is thinking and feeling at the moment. I guess. But if you guys hear her dogs right now, they're a special guest. Um, this episode. They don't like Mike's room. <laughs> they don't. And I don't, I don't like it I don't either. Like it either. It looks like a... 
yeah. And <laughs> I love that he has like a car side mirror yeah. on the desk. And the whole scene is him looking at the side mirror so we can see his dad behind him. Yeah. It was so ridiculous. That is so... Okay, but that's like such a boss move. So... I thought it was, like, ridiculous, of course, <laughs> but it was so funny. Like, for the bit, I think it would be so funny that he talked to his dad the entire time looking through a rearview mirror from a car. And mm-hmm. on the, you know how, like, it says, like, objects objects appear closer than it, they appear in the bottom mm-hmm. of the mirror? He scratched out objects and he put a piece of tape that said parents. So angsty. Yeah, which I don't, so angsty. And that's all, they show it, too, after Byron, um actually like yells at mike yeah mm-hmm. I thought it was he basically tells mike that i don't care what you have to do you're coming to the dinner yeah, i don't care because the whole faculty dinner was going to be you know coming up and it, byron wanted his son mm-hmm. there and mike is like i'm busy i have stuff if i said i'm busy i have stuff to my parents they'd be like no you don't have stuff you don't you're not busy like it's well that's what that's what boyle says to, to says to mike like make yourself unbusy yeah, make yourself um, available. which i thought finally yeah finally we're seeing some type of parenting mm-hmm. which all goes out the window later in the episode exactly. but i i just i actually liked that moment i was like oh my god he's actually being a parent it was kind of yeah. it was kind of and good. it looked like he did kind of get mike to not change but mike does go okay i'll be there but you can't mm-hmm. trust the kids you, you can't not this kid not this, this kid, angsty no. child <laughs> yeah um so the next scene is toby and spencer mm-hmm. and toby's you know starting the work that he was hired to do yep. by spencer's dad um and we see toby like kind of leaving a good impression on um peter yes. who is spencer's father yeah which i mean again like this now knowing what we know now this scene kind of can be thrown out the window too because what happens later totally erases this like you know toby helping out with the barn mm-hmm. like it, it just everything's yeah. erased because it's kind now of like peter has things get mended and then they just get broken the next mm-hmm. the next scene so yeah that was exactly. kind of you know sad i guess but it was so awkward because mm-hmm. um spencer's like oh i can't wait like i want to sit out here and watch you work while you're all sweaty and it's like uh yeah and then she like goes to kiss him he's like I'm sweaty. And he like giggles. And I was like, oh, what? <laughs> it was so weird. I, uh, I, I have to say, and I said, I think, I think last episode too of like, I don't think that they look good together anymore. They're weird together. It's strange. It's giving me like sibling energy. Oh, no, I don't like it. Not sibling energy. Yeah, Ugh. it is. It, it, it's kind of like their relationship's awkward and weird, but. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's. I think it's just him. I think he's just awkward and weird, and it, and it makes us like feel awkward. Mm-hmm. That is that is true. That actor has yet to feel comfortable on screen for me. So, still it's working a rough on one. it. Yeah, it's, work in progress. Yeah, still working on it. Um, well, the the next scene is uh, learning that we're learning that Jason is becoming a counselor at the school to help at risk youth. Um, so, so it's an interesting career pivot for him. <laughs> I really was just like, I, I kind of like paused it for a second. I was just like, this is the dumbest thing I've yeah. ever heard. Because his whole well, thing Well, I actually was like just realized... Helping stoners in training. Mm-hmm. That was his like lead into the conversation. That was his line. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, I just realized something. I was thinking, like, why are they doing this for Jason's character? Why are they making him do this? But I just realized it's so that he can work at the school, and that means that he'll be around Arya more. Mm -hmm. It's clearly just to have him around her more. That's all it is. Yeah, and we do see in this episode that Ezra is a little bit taken back by Jason being in Arya's life. Yeah, we do get to see that because in this because in this scene, Ella invites Jason to the dinner. Yeah, because why um, not? everyone, hey, everyone, just show up. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but Arya is not quite happy with that. But I was happy, and with Ella it. was kind of just like, I was very happy. What What's your deal? Mm-hmm. And see, I was happy because I was thinking, you know, Arya, finally, finally, your your duplicitous, cheating ways. Mm-hmm can be shown to everyone mm-hmm. because i am i am tired of her like low-key getting, getting everything. everything she wants yeah I, I, she needs some type of consequence because she, she is she punished. even though she's not like yeah she's not physically cheating on 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 ezra but she is definitely emotionally cheating on jason yeah also for that matter um because in this world being 16 means nothing so i'm just gonna go with that for a moment mm-hmm. Um, she's technically leading Jason on, like, making him think that she's, like, this available person to, and she's not. Yeah. Um, now, if we think about this in the real world, he, he's really the one at fault because he's pursuing someone who's underage, but in this fake Rosewood world, we'll just say that she's the one at fault. Okay. I can agree with that. I, I mean, I I would put her at fault any day of the week, um, but she's still, like, hesitant. I don't know why, because she does, like question ella about him coming and Mm -hmm. i'm assuming it's because they still because spencer had told aria about how her dad doesn't trust jason or the de laurentis's or whatever so Mm -hmm. i'm trying to think like is that why she's so hesitant towards him or because she knows she likes him and doesn't want to have a relationship with him so i don't know i think it's i think it's both of those things it's it's the one thing of like aria wanting to trust jason but sort of evidence is like stacking up against him mm-hmm. and also um she's having like strange feelings for him because maybe she thinks that he's more of available in, in ways that are that ezra isn't when in fact if she was with jason she'd have to hide it too because all of her friends hate jason and are scared of yeah. him so she has a bad radar can't win. i mean no she can't yeah. um but we also see in this scene that the that Ella is finally catching on to the fact that someone is after the girls, yes. because she like talks she talks about the fashion show and stuff like that, and it's just sort of hinting that someone's after Arya. Right. Finally, <laughs> finally, she's seeing everything, which is like, are you kidding me? Well, it took a little <laughs> while, but it's she's she's catching on, but she's not. And we do see later on that she does question it again, um, but mm-hmm. she, she needs to take more initiative, I think, in her children's lives yeah for sure um well the okay all right here we go this next scene this is is very exciting yes yes we have been talking about this room for a long time and i wasn't sure we were ever gonna see it in the near future Mm -hmm. but we get to see hannah's room hannah's room after all this time time. we got to see it and you know what's unfortunate i was underwhelmed yeah same so underwhelmed it definitely doesn't look like something that she would pick out 
Because the wallpaper on the walls was no, like... No, not at all. ...whitish cream with these like magenta and lavender mm-hmm. f- feathers. It was no, it was like tulips. Okay. Like blossoms type of stuff. Cause it, because also there were butterflies everywhere. So I'm assuming it was like a garden theme. I don't know. I really don't know. I thought it was feathers. It was just bad. It was actually just ugly. And for Hannah, that's kind it was, of strange. It was ugly. She needed an apartment that, that was more like a Gossip Girl apartment where it had like, you know, more um, industrial type stuff everywhere and like fashion magazines everywhere mm-hmm. and like, um, like you well, know, like those. <laughs> well, I know, but her room is huge. She can fit two beds in there. If she wanted to. Um, and having like a, you know, like those like those racks that like clothing stores have, mm-hmm. you know. You it, can, like, it's have just their, not her. She style. would have had those there. It's not her style, and I don't know but why they did that. But it is though. That's the thing. No, no. What you're saying is her style, but the room they did is not hers. Mm-hmm. Not at all. I completely agree. It was, with it what was you're like saying. a generic IKEA setup. It's. It was awful. It was messy. It was mm-hmm. bad. It looked like a twelve-year-old girl's room. It did not look like a, like a teenager's room. Yeah, to it me. looks like something that she had before she, you know, went to high school and met all her friends, and that just kind of mm-hmm. like stayed that way. Even though she made so many different changes. I mean, it could have been. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? I think that was but just it was an not extra good. room on the set that um, they had. And they were like, we're we're going to use this as Hannah's room. And it was already done. And, but it was in somebody else's show. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, I don't know. I, I think that they they made this choice. They made, they made a choice. It was the wrong choice. But I think they made a choice. It's sad. I don't think they were backed into a corner. I think that they sat down and said, this is it. This is what her room looks like. Well, they're idiots and I hate them. Oh, wow. T- finding words. Death to them all. Um. <laughs> In the words of Wendy. Okay, Wendy. Yeah. Um, so th- the other part of this, other than like Hannah's room being actually revealed, um, we see Emily's shoulders hurting again. Mm-hmm. Um, they kind of hint at it once more. And on top of that, um, Emily and Hannah are fighting. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's And it's definitely mm-hmm. over, like, Hannah not being serious enough to give Emily the space to study. But Emily could have just, like, went downstairs to the kitchen mm-hmm. and studied there. Yes. Um, so Hannah that. lives in a gigantic house. You can, I, I, There is no way that Emily couldn't go anywhere else to study. Like, doesn't Emily... The house is like, huge. is Emily sleeping in Hannah's room? Doesn't she get the guest room? Like, wouldn't she just go in there and study? Well, they explained it in the beginning that the guest room can't be used because a pipe burst. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, anyway, she could have gone in the kitchen. So, and like you said, the house is exactly. a mansion. So there had to have been like the living room, the family room, anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, so they're fighting. But um, the the next scene is Spencer going to talk to Garrett. Mm-hmm. And... Um, he lies, of course. That happens. Yeah. Yeah, he's lying, but he, he's a liar. Yeah. Um, and, but then the, the other part of this scene, well, because also Spencer isn't necessarily, isn't talking to Garrett yet, but she's just talking about talking to Garrett, yeah. which a lot of the show is that. A lot of the show is them just talking about what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. Anyways. But um, we see that uh, Arya sort of tells Spencer that Jason is coming to the party. And Arya is obviously visibly upset over this, mm-hmm. but for a very different reason than Spencer's upset. Yeah. <laughs> and they kind of, like, have a stare-off in the hallway. 
They do. And I think that Spencer for a second is like, wait a minute, you're not, are you, you're upset because he's scary, right? Right? Yeah. Like, it feels like that moment. Like, you're not in love with him, right? <laughs> and Arya's just like sitting there with like her <laughs> eyes open and her mouth open. Yeah. It felt like that moment. Yeah. Um, and, uh, oh yeah, and then the next scene is, is her talking to Garrett, um, and he's lying and he's saying that Emily scared off the guy, but, you know, obviously yeah, we you know don't he know. paid him off. Yeah. And he's still, um, like, and he's just continually, I don't know how to, like, put it, but he says to Spencer, like, all the, no matter what you do or what you say, all the evidence will point to Ian. Mm-hmm. So, well, yeah, he's trying to basically deter Spencer from continuing the investigation. Yeah, but we know Spencer; she cannot be deterred. <laughs> she will get there. Yes, that's true. With Toby, of course. Mm-hmm. They're always like the detective. Of crew. course, with Toby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's kind of like Batman, and he and Toby's kind of like Robin. Exactly. Honestly, it's yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the next scene from that, so from the Garrett thing. Oh yeah. I love that mm-hmm. we have mom talk part two, because we had mom talk part one at the fashion show, <laughs> but we have mom talk part two with Ashley and yep. Ella, and they're becoming self-aware. Yes. Which is kind of weird. It's like seeing a robot, mm-hmm. like an AI, start to understand like human feelings. Mia, you, you said it perfectly. Mm-hmm. The most perfect way you could ever say it. Yeah. Because it was like that. Yeah. Um, and and Ashley even admits like, oh yeah, I've kind of noticed things too, but I just was like, oh, it's nothing. Which is so insane to me. <laughs> like she literally admitted like, yeah, I, I think things are like out of the ordinary. And I, I definitely mm-hmm. didn't think like Hannah, my own daughter getting run over by a car was just like an accident. But she just let it slide. Like she just accepted mm-hmm. it that her daughter could have died. And there was nothing else Crazy. to the story. Which is mind boggling. Crazy. It's right on par with the show, though. I mean, honestly, what what, yeah. what more could we expect from these characters? Of course, of course, Ashley would let it go. Of course, it's, she would. It's definitely to be expected, but it's it's awful. It is. But we also see that that Ashley and Ella both agree to never separate the girls again, like the therapist said to. Mm-hmm. But something extra is said here, which confuses me. Because Ashley basically implies that Peter Hastings, Spencer's father, paid off the therapist to separate the girls because he always gets what he wants. Yes, that was implied. Confusing. Ashley did say, like, Peter just has all the money in the world to just cover things up, which is true. Mm -hmm. Um, But I I really want to know what that specifically means. Like, is there a specific incident where she did see him paying it off? Or was mm-hmm. it exactly what you said, where she knows he paid the therapist so that all the girls would be separated and have to deal with their own problems? Well, Ella kind of agrees, like, because when, when Ashley says uh, Peter Hastings always gets what he wants in the end, yeah. Ella kind of, like, I think she agreed. I don't really remember that. I don't really remember. We can't really understand Ella. Basically, it's... To be honest. Yeah. Well, I, I, I wonder if... All of like all of Rosewood kind of already knows Peter Peter's reputation of like um, of taking like sort of not not the necessarily most like trustworthy route to get what he wants. I feel like the I feel like the town already kind of knows that because Ashley said it like everyone already knows it. And I can like, believe we all it. know that he gets what he wants. 
I can believe it. I yeah. definitely feel like that's 100% mm-hmm. correct. I think, and I think almost every rich town has to have that type of person. And for Rosewood, that's definitely what's going on. Like, everyone in the town knows, mm-hmm. like, oh, Peter Hastings, like, he's not the best of the best, but he gets it done. And it's, I think that's just kind of like the mm-hmm. reputation that everyone knows. And it's just known. Yeah. And that's just how it goes. Yeah, because I, I feel like Ashley doesn't have evidence that he did that, but she knows her, he, she knows his reputation and what he wants, yeah. which, we, we, which we don't even know what he wants. Exactly. But I think Ashley does, and all the parents know. And just intuition Obviously, the her. parents have talked. Yeah, and we, we know that the parents have talked about this as a group because we saw them ambush the girls yeah. like in, in the beginning of the season. So they probably know about what he wants more than we do, and plus with his, plus with his reputation, I'm sure that Ashley's sort of making a an educated guess yeah and i do have a feeling because this just seems like something that is just has to be true there's no way around it they Mm -hmm. probably all went to high school together so they all grew up together knowing each other probably because they've all lived in that town for their entire lives so you know witnessing that and knowing and probably hearing things and talking to the other moms Mm -hmm. and that the you know country club i i think it's just known yeah well so we already kind of know that Peter is a strange person yeah. and the next scene kind of further confirms that something else is going on because Toby through working on the yard he finds a buried like part of a hockey stick yes. that with and that was we find out that was Melissa's hockey stick but basically when when Toby finds it Peter like is just suddenly there yeah. for he just shows up and it's like was he watching him or he like had a sense that Toby found something and just flew there. Like, how did he know yeah. to be there? <laughs> so convenient. Yeah, very convenient. And he, Peter says that he'll take care of it. Don't worry about it, Toby. I'll take care yeah. of it. Very suspicious. And Toby, of course, like, mm-hmm. Toby does, like, have have a brain. And he's like, this, this is something that definitely, mm-hmm. like, is, you know, probably killed somebody. Like, why is it here? Why is it buried? Why is it broken? It has your last name on it. Like, of course you want to hide Well, this. it was always broken. It was always broken because they show it in the flashback and it was only, it was that size. So, oh, it to me, shorter. I think that, unfortunately, Toby does, does have half a brain, so he understands that something, that something is weird about this hockey yeah. stick. But the other half of his brain that's not working doesn't realize that Peter is the one being weird. Because... I think he noticed. Um, I think he noticed. Let's go to it, it right weird. now. I think he did. I don't... I don't know because we'll just we'll go to it right now and then get back to the dinner party. Okay. But so the other part of this whole saga is, you know, Toby obviously goes right to um, Spencer. Spencer and tells her about it. And Spencer immediately is like, oh, it's probably the murder weapon of the person who murdered Allison. Yes. But Toby did not mention to Spencer how weird her father was being about, about the hockey stick. My first thing would be yeah. like, oh, yeah, I found this hockey stick. Also, your dad was being super weird. And sex. I don't, maybe, like, I, I don't know. Maybe he didn't say, maybe he was just like, yeah, your dad kind of just like took it away and said he'll take care of it and like shrugged it off. Cause we don't, we don't actually see them. Yeah, but the way, I know, but the way that, the way that the father like picked it up and was holding it and staring mm-hmm. at it like, what? How is this here? Mm-hmm. It's like he knew something about that object. So, to me, the other half of Toby's brain was not functioning. Okay. All right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, he... Um, this whole thing is odd because it does get swept under the rug in the end. 
So them talking mm-hmm. about it and, you know, saying how weird it was, Spencer knows because she does catch her dad trying to get rid of that. It's evidence. It has mm-hmm. to be evidence. And they kind of get in a fight about it. Actually, no, they get in a fight about it. And see, but see, here's the other thing that I'm having an issue with. I don't think it's automatically evidence. It's just an object. Mm. You know, I, I don't, I think it, it's so circumstantial to be like, it'd be like if I picked up a brick in the backyard and be like, oh my God, this may have also hit <laughs> Okay, Allison. well that's. It's like. Well. Well, they, they tried I don't to know. make it. I just think it's so circumstantial. Yeah. They just really tried to connect it because they did give us a flashback of Allison trying out the hockey stick and I'm mm-hmm. assuming it was to impress a coach and I don't know if Ian was a field hockey coach at the time because they don't really like go into it but oh yeah Jason yeah. comes out and he's like what are you doing mm-hmm. and then she's like I I can kill you or like something like he's like don't you won't you won't get a second chance or something like that <sighs> It's essentially, it's it's just the show trying to be like, oh, maybe it is the murder weapon. That's all it really is. And also, is. oh, maybe Jason um, did kill her. Yeah, which I don't, I don't think that he did. I don't think he did either, but I they're don't. really trying to make it look like he did. Yeah, which I think is, because also, Spencer automatically calls Arya about this. Yeah. And sort of that whole conversation makes Arya be like, oh my god, is Jason actually the murderer? Because now more evidence is stacking up against him. Right. Um... But let's go back. Let's go back a scene because it's the dinner party. Mm-hmm. It's begun, and um, we learn that Mike is late to the dinner, which we'll find out why. Yes. Um, but Jason and Ezra both arrive with flowers for Arya. Well, Ezra which brings scotch. Ezra definitely notices. Ezra brings scotch. Yes. For Ezra also brought scotch. Byron, and then Jason comes with flowers. I don't know if they were for Arya though. No, Ezra also brought flowers. I went back to check. Oh, really? He, he, they both brought flowers. I didn't see them. Yeah, and she took them both. So I think mm. they were both for, technically for Arya. Interesting. Um, yeah, and weird. then Ezra notices that. Oh. Do you oh, hear that? Oh. oh, no. I don't know how long it will go. No, it's Hopefully stop. forever. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, which is kind of funny that they brought flowers because if you do think about it that means they definitely did bring them for aria because why would you just bring flowers to a dinner exactly like i feel like it's supposed to indicate like oh my god both of these men are after aria we have a love triangle oh okay all right yep well um then the next scene is spencer calling aria which we already talked about Mm -hmm. and then we'll just go to um, another quick scene of Caleb just coming over for like a booty call. Yeah, essentially, he was doing. He they, he was gonna be a sneaky link, um, because mm-hmm. Emily she just she cannot study in this mansion. It's just not possible for her. She cannot find a single no. corner of peace and quiet that she has to go to the library, <laughs> which is the most unbelievable. You thing. know what? Also, and what's also ridiculous is that they that Hannah has a really cute back patio situation oh, yeah. where where emily could definitely study there so it, it was i i don't know if she was off to do something weird or sketchy and not mm-hmm. study but I, I definitely think she could have handled being able to study anywhere in that home well if i think like a tv show writer I think they did that just to get her out of the house yeah. so that Caleb and Hannah could be alone. And I thought they were going to do something else, yeah. but she really just talks to him about his weird business things. Yeah. Well, 
after that, um, we see Ezra and Jason in conversation, and Ezra looks a little like. Sus- Why like, are you ca- here? I don't know. I I think that he's confused by Jason. Yeah. Um, but the most important important part of this scene is that uh, the cops come over. I love this, and they reveal that Mike. Yeah, Mike has been caught breaking and entering into a home. But I also love that Finally. the cop was like, hey, Arya, are your parents home? It's like, <laughs> does everyone know everyone? It's insane. I think they do. And he's the same cop that was at Hannah's house, too, in season one. Like, he is just, he is the cop. He's just the, he, yeah. He, it's Garrett and then that other cop. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And his name is Barry. <laughs> that's the only cops in this town. <laughs> Um, but it was really strange about this, about the end of the scene is that Arya looks so upset. She looks like dead inside. Like hearing that information that Mike was caught yeah. was like the ultimate disaster for her. Yeah. It, which is a little strange. I don't think her reaction was the best. I, I don't know what was going through her head, but it obviously like mm-hmm. Ezra and Jason were like staring at her like what's wrong with her. They both wanted to save her. Oh no! Basically, Gross. yeah, they did, and we'll and we'll get into it more. But they definitely lean into that whole savior thing of like, I'm here for you, Arya. No, I'm here for you. Oh yeah, they, yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> um, yeah. Gross. So the the next scene is Peter confronting Toby, and you know he just kind oh, of, man. in a friendly way, threatens Toby and says like, "Don't talk about <laughs> like, the hockey big stick." Now. Exactly. But too late. Toby already opened his mouth and he told Spencer everything. I wish he didn't. Um, I think if he just said, yep, I won't say anything and I didn't say anything and just leave. I would have lied. Yeah. Like, why Why make it worse? Why dig a bigger hole for you? Because now this is what's probably going to happen. They... He's going to fire Toby and Toby can never find yeah. work again. See, here, here's the thing. Maybe what they're trying to do is to make Toby, like, more of, like, an honorable character. He's honorable, whereas Spencer, oh, maybe they're doing this. But he lied anyway. You he know, said Spencer... He said that it didn't matter to Spencer when he told her. So, no, no matter what, he... I don't just know. didn't work out. I think he just should have said nothing and left. Really. <laughs> just walked away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just be like, oh, that's weird, bye. Uh. Well, now Toby should be even more suspicious of the father. Like, yeah. But he's really not. But he should be. Mm-hmm. And I have a theory about this whole situation. You know how, like, right now, Spencer and Toby, their relationship is, like, going really smoothly, like, no conflict? Yeah. I think the next big conflict between those two is that Toby is going to start suspecting Peter of of nefarious actions mm-hmm. and Spencer's going to be like how dare you accuse my own father of doing something awful like do wh- you know what I mean yeah, and I it's going to mean. cause a rift between Toby and Spencer I don't know if that's actually going to happen but if it does I I would applaud you but at the end of the episode kind of we do see that they're back on their mission they're back being detectives and they're like we have mm-hmm. to figure out what this hockey stick means so it's just another adventure for them that they have to figure out yeah. and, be, and get the answers. So that's another thing they have to bond over. But that's, but the thing is, though, if the investigation leads them closer to Spencer's father, it's going to end up, and it's going to end up tearing them apart because because mm-hmm. Toby's going to be like, look at this objectively, like it could be their father is something bad is going on, mm-hmm. and 
And then Spencer's going to be like, how dare you, blah, blah, blah. It's fine. He's my own father. How, like, all this kind of stuff. I wonder That's because what I we do see, I don't, I don't remember where, but we do see, like, Spencer kind of, like, break down a little bit because she thinks that her dad doesn't really trust or believe anything she says, kind of. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if she'll really stand up for him that much if that does happen. Um, but she see, thinks that her dad, like her dad, she thinks that her dad thinks that she just wants attention and that she mm-hmm. buried the hockey stick in the yard. But, um, well, we'll get to it when we get to it. Cause I don't, I, I don't want to skip too far okay. ahead and get like all discombobulated. Yeah. So, um, so we have this scene of, of Peter confronting Toby, but the next scene is, um, more of the dinner party and now it's just aria ezra and jason at the house which is like super weird yeah because the other guests and left. um they just kind of like yeah, they were like they oh did. mike's not coming bye <laughs> <laughs> like i don't know why and it was kind of strange that ezra and jason stayed and i guess it was both awkward mm-hmm. because they didn't know if they should leave her there and obviously like ezra didn't want to like be the last one there and then jason be like why is this teacher staying here and then jason probably didn't want to like stay and then ezra be like why is jason staying here so like they both had to stay well i think that ezra didn't want to go because he didn't want to leave jason alone with aria because he's jealous that too like that's why i I honestly at this point i think that both of their minds jason and and ezra they weren't thinking oh my god i don't want to get caught with Arya." they're both thinking if i leave she's alone with this other guy Mm -hmm. and i'm jealous okay that's what i think they're thinking that makes sense honestly um and uh so yeah so that so they're just because i don't remember in this scene um oh oh this is the coffee scene Mm -hmm. where where Ezra sees the fact that Arya is going to Jason for comfort about this whole Mike situation. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. isn't yeah. unusual because Jason did catch Mike trying to break into his house. So he does yeah, but, know. So she goes to him to like ask about like Yeah. You know, and he's he's starting up with his own business about helping stoners. So he's the best person to go to for advice. <laughs> Yeah, but Ezra doesn't know any of this. He doesn't well, yeah. even know anything about Mike. Because I don't think Arya tells him anything. No, he's definitely, like, not in the loop. And I don't mm-hmm. I don't really care that he, he doesn't know because it's kind of funny. But, you know, <laughs> she's like, I, let me talk to Jason and see what he has to talk about and see what his advice is. Because mm-hmm. this was him. This is what he did when he was younger. Even though he didn't, he just he just smoked weed. Yeah. So, I, anyways. Yeah, he wasn't breaking um, into the people ho- people's houses. I don't think. Yeah. But the next scene is um, the parents, you know, Ella and Boyle picking up Mike from the police station. Yeah. And this is where Boyle starts to like really gear up, starts, starts to like yell at Mike, but Ella stops him and is like, "Don't do that." Which is definitely and like that, that. That causes it causes friction. But it's kind of insane to me that she's like, we're such bad parents, and she stops him from being a parent. Yeah, and to me, I think at this point, Mike needs someone to yell at him. Yeah. Like a weird, I usually usually never never say that about parenting, but in this case, he needs someone to, like, discipline him, like, care about the fact that he's doing this. Right. Because 
and like them pushing back like pulling back from parenting Mm -hmm. yeah because i think that mike kind of wants to be yelled at and grounded and told don't do that yeah you know in a weird way yeah and definitely it it was weird that ella was like don't yell at him (laughs) it was like no mm -hmm. he needs that like why are you why are you complaining that you're you're unhappy that your children are so like not disciplined and then like not do anything about it Mm -hmm. so exactly well, um, so the the next scene is just quickly uh, Jason and Ezra talking about Arya, mm-hmm. um, where Jason asks Ezra if he's had Arya, which is like double entendre, Yuck. so gross. Um, so the but the next part of the scene is Arya, and she's actually going through Mike's closet. Yes, and this is very exciting because she finds. The same piece of pottery that Jenna made in pottery class. Which is, Hollis. is it's so interesting how they had to connect Arya going to that Hollis pottery class just to lead up to this. Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> so that was funny. Um, but yeah, she yeah, finds... Um, but I didn't see it coming. I didn't see it coming either. I was kind of like... And I didn't think much of it. I was like, oh, he stole... Like, that's so terrible. He stole from a blind girl. Like, he stole her pottery. Why would he... Like, why would he steal pottery? You know what? It's so funny that your mind went to like, oh my god, he just stole it. Do you know what my mind went to? What? This this really describes both of us perfectly. Because when you thought that, my first thought was, oh my god, she seduced him too. Like you, I was thinking, well, like you know how she, you know how she like went after Garrett because she could probably like I don't think she's really in love with him. I think she's kind of doing it so she can have a connection to the police force. Mm-hmm. And my thought was like, oh my god, is she trying to like flirt and be like nice to Mike to like make him That's like disgusting. her so he'll do anything for her? That's what I first thought. And I thought, no, please no. Yeah. Please no. Don't well, do that. I didn't think but that. But honestly, this show <laughs> I mean yeah. anything. So that's what could I happen. thought. My first theory was that. That's that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot to take in. Um yeah. Uh, but it's not that at all. It's actually much simpler than that. But um, it's actually way different. He, he actually didn't the, steal it from Jenna. So that's awesome. Nope. Yeah. The The next scene is Hannah and Caleb. And this is where um, Caleb sort of reveals his torrid past. Yeah. Of working with car thieves. Like, um, and so unnecessary. This. OK. My. Th- well. See, you also, too, Hannah and Caleb don't have any conflict ran out either. And I think the next big storyline with Caleb is that he says that he ran from this gang and they were upset with him, yeah. but couldn't get to him fast enough. And I think that's who was My watching him thought, at the school. Oh, maybe. Your brilliant mind. <laughs> you might be right. Yeah. Because I think the next thing is that this gang is coming after him. Yeah. That's what I, th- that's what I think that whole mm-hmm. setup was for. Because he's like, there's some really exactly. bad guys. Yep. And when I left, they were super pissed. And that's why mm-hmm. I, I'm picking this career path of these phone hijacking and fixing them and jailbreaking them. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it's a super but deep, yeah, dark, You're so secret. right. I, dark past. Yeah. Wow. Bad boy. Bad boy. But you are so right. I do think that now looking back, you're right. I bet you it was the, the gang watching him. Yeah. Well... Yeah. Um, the next scene is the one that we've been hinting at, which is Spencer catching Peter throwing the hockey stick into the fire. Yes. Um, trying to destroy the evidence. 
And my thing is that while Peter says, um, well, he says he's doing it because he's just tired of having the investigation to Allison's murder, like, open up mm-hmm. over and over and, like, affecting he's their like, family. He's like, I'm just tired of all the questions. I don't... Yeah, and I don't buy that. I... I really don't know. I mean, I can I can definitely... I would understand if he's, like, tired of it all because they have gone through a lot with the Ian thing and the Melissa thing mm-hmm. and Spencer and all of that. Like, again, I can understand him being tired, but... I don't think that reasoning is good enough for him, like, literally, possibly destroying evidence. hmm Yeah, I think something else is definitely going on. Yeah. And I think that his poor excuse makes Spencer think that her dad is, like, mad at her. Mm-hmm. When I think that her dad barely thinks about her at all. Oh. Like, he's too busy doing his, like, his plotting. That's sad. Um, <laughs> maybe. Like, I think that's, but maybe but she I really think that's what like, he's like you she's know like, whenever he looks at me he just sees a, di- a sees a disappointment and it's like mm-hmm. maybe or he's not like nothing's happening up there like he's not even thinking about you at all i think it's that okay he's not thinking about her at all wow he's busy thinking about the de la Rentes family oh. <laughs> how he can bring him down oh oh <laughs> love that yep that's great mm-hmm well, um, the next scene is Toby and Spencer, and, you know, this is where they make their, like, investigation packed again, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, and Toby hints that, that the cops might actually know what the we- murder weapon was. And yeah. that kind of nudges Spencer back in Garrett's direction, like, going back to Which him Which I assumed, because, t- of course, Toby had to go and it's like, oh, yeah, cops always know more than they tell you. Well, it's like, yeah, but they can't mm-hmm. just go around, like, giving everyone all the, the murder investigation autopsy report. Like, they're not going to do that. So, Spencer yeah. being Spencer's <laughs> like, oh, you know what? I'm just going to go ask Garrett because he'll tell me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Great. Well, again, it's this world where nothing works like it should. Like, yeah. There are actual protocol. There's protocol you have to follow, but no one follows that protocol. And no 16-year-old is, like, allowed in the squad car in the passenger seat. Yeah, that does feel like it is a little weird. Yeah, but I mean, also too though, Garrett's not a straight cop. He's like, yeah. He's, so, but he's like, probably a lot teenager in his front seat. Again, it's just like whatever happens in this world is like there's no rules. It doesn't matter. Like, there's no real life accountability mm-hmm. in here. Not at all. But maybe Garrett will get some accountability. We'll see. But mm. um, the next scene is M and Hannah, and they're wait they're making up. Yep. And um. While they're making up, though, um, someone else is uh, making out. Yeah. And that's Tom and Ashley. That is, yes. And they're giggling and laughing and they're like shushing each other. Yeah, they're definitely drunk. But Mm -hmm. they're definitely having a good time. And it's, Mm -hmm. again, it's, Hannah doesn't like it. Doesn't like that her dad and mom are like basically making up and making out. Yeah, but she's so hot and cold because she'll be, like, smiling seeing them dancing together, and then the next scene, yeah. she's all upset. So, I, I don't, we can't really I don't know what she wants. On her. Exactly. And like we had said, like, she deleted the text, so he never saw the text, mm-hmm. and we'll never know if that gets questioned later on, so we're kind of just dealing with her it being It definitely will, now. because... The... Well, because he's still engaged, so yeah. I can guarantee that that 
fiance is going to come back to Rosewood what to find him. What are you doing? And be like, what? yeah, it's not going to end well. No. I have a feeling that he's that the, the, the fiance is going to come back to Rosewood and be like, I know you're still upset with me, but I had to come see you. Because obviously she still thinks that he's upset with her. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's going to end up choosing the fiance over Ashley. Of he's going to leave Ashley heartbroken and be like, well, I guess this is how it, it yeah, probably how it was going to go anyway. It's definitely getting it, it's leading it to a high of highs to make it super low. So mm-hmm. where Ashley, you know, she's exactly. really happy right now. And then he's going to leave because he's going to choose the other woman and leave for the mm-hmm. second time, actually. And she's just going to be worse than she was before. Exactly. So. Yeah. There's it can't end well. No, of course not. Um, but the next scene is that Arya, she finds out um, by confronting Mike about the pottery that he actually stole it from Garrett's house. Mm-hmm. So Arya finally knows that that Garrett is connected to Jenna in some way. Yeah. They don't know how yet. Which I'm so happy but she, in like, some way. figures it out. Because at first she goes, like, mm-hmm. no, this is Jenna's. I know you stole yeah. this from her. Just tell me the truth. And he's like, no, mm-hmm. you dumb, stupid idiot. I know who I stole from. I know what I stole. And it's from the cop's house. I was going to grab a gun so I can leave town. And it's like... Which is also... Um, by the way, Arya, like, totally skips over oh, yeah. that part. She's, she's she's more concerned that he stole from a blind person and not that he was trying to look for a gun so that he can leave town. She's like, you can't steal from the blind, Mike. And he's like, I'm literally thinking about murdering my family. Yeah. And she's like, that's so wrong. You shouldn't steal. You're crazy, Mike. Wow. <laughs> You're so quirky with your car mirror in your room. Mm-hmm. Um, well, the next scene is, um, Spencer already asking questions to Garrett and already hinting to Garrett that she thinks that Ian was not the murderer, which is a bad yeah. person to tell that to. Well, she doesn't know that yeah. yet. And um, no, it, again, it's tr- putting your trust in the wrong people. And they just, uh, when they get a piece of information, they're like, who can I tell first? Mm-hmm. So, well, yeah, because uh, very, very quickly, though, um, Arya, the information she learns, she shares it to Spencer. Thank God. And it's like, we can't trust Garrett. Get out. Yeah. Basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that Spencer takes that to heart because she looks terrified yeah, she's, now. Yeah, like, she's sitting in the car. She's stuck in the car with like, him. Uh, in an alleyway. I think I made a big mistake. <laughs> so, <laughs> we'll see how that turns out later. And I, in Yeah, because it kind of ends with her looking like... Yeah, and she doesn't, like, yeah. answer him because he, like, asks her a question and she just, like, doesn't say anything. Mm-hmm. So. so we'll see if she ever gets out of that car. Um, <laughs> but oh, the the real ending is the A ending where mm-hmm. we see a gloved figure, like, take, what would, do you know what that was? Like, like pulling us, like, like, basically taking a syringe of some type of solution or something it, i don't know, I don't know if it was. was drugs or what but it was definitely sketchy behavior and it can't be good that's for sure but they were transferring some sort Maybe. of like liquid to another bottle mm-hmm. i don't know i was trying to like read the label maybe it was like um like a tranquilizer or something Maybe. like that i don't know i couldn't really like ben. see it that well because mm-hmm. they wanted it to be a secret yes secrets well um that's the end of the episode so we're kind of left wondering about peter hastings and what he's up to Mm -hmm. um you know will ezra confront Arya about jason i hope so um 
probably not next episode but hopefully hopefully, hopefully but because i want to see aria get yelled at i definitely mm-hmm. would like to and then we also have mike who's oh yeah we do have mike but no one cares yeah. about mike mm-hmm. and that's the whole problem like i care no no i mean like no one in the show cares about mike <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see if he aria says she does but she doesn't act away. like it Oh my god. But I definitely wow. hope, like, I, we always have said this, how, like, they do these big storylines to lead up to nothing, and I really do hope that the reasoning for Peter hating the De Laurentiis so much is substantial. I want it to be great. It needs to be yes. good. Yes. I will write. Yeah, I want to see, like, I want to see explosive information being revealed. And, like, wicked flashbacks. Like, I demand it. Oh, Yeah. So hopefully we do see, hopefully we get some more answers next episode. I doubt it. It might be a filler, but mm-hmm. I, I would, I need some information. I need some juice. Hopefully we'll get it. We'll see. Yeah. This has been the Popular Table Podcast. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram at popular underscore table on all those platforms. Also, please leave a rate and review on Apple Pod- on Apple Podcasts. And that's where you usually listen to podcasts. Don't look at me like that. I'm not <laughs> also, <looking at> you. <laughs> also, we will be posting new episodes every Tuesday. And if you're watching along with us, we would love to see your thoughts on Twitter and Instagram about the episode. Even if you aren't watching along, share what you think anyways. Thanks for listening and see you at the popular table.